0: All right, on. new hardware. I'm shitting the brick. New, <laughs> but it's uh, it's live. It's live. It is live. We got a new octopus recording our voices now. Yes, and that is a Zoom H8 new hardware for the audio engineer of the two of us. All <laughs> right. Yeah, for you. <laughs> you are the audio expert. What would you call it? What would you call the position? Um. I mean, they call it audio engineer. Oh, um, so you're the audio engineer. Technically, I guess Octane. that's kind of true. I am the social media director. You are that. <laughs> yeah, chief marketing officer, John, <laughs> yeah, over chief, here. Chief. And Actually, I, that sounds better. I'm the CTO. I like the sound of that. Right? With that, welcome to 91 Octane. I'm John. Welcome. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, of course, we attack your headlines under the hood. We have updates on the E36. We introduce Speed Secrets. We're going to be learning together from here on out. Yes. I don't know if we'll keep it consistent or not, but we'll introduce them. Uh, John gets some birthday sex, Randy. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> Let me tell you about that later on this episode. And Dream Tracks. Everyone has Dream Cars, but we're going to attack Dream Tracks for both of us at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. But first... Let's kick it off with some headlines. I only have one this week, so my headline is: Click on the link. Okay, that's a <laughs> weird headline. That is a weird headline. Colorado's auctioning canvi- cannabis themed license plates right now. What would you drive around with a weed? Even like, if it's the plant, like, like, well, what do you mean? Is it like the, the 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 back the background is weed, or is it is it the, or on the side? Like as a as a character or a numeral or whatever, wait that's what oh, I mean. Like, is it no? So what the, it is for them is the state is selling the rights to fourteen plates, bong, ganja, hash.
1: Mm, right. Is it so the, the actual the actual, actual characters, yeah, the actual characters. Uh, okay.
0: Okay. What a money grab, dude. Dude, that's smart though. You think so? Oh yeah. Why? Because. Like, stoners love that shit. Yeah, they you know? do. They're, that's they're, easy they're money. Pr- they're proud about, you know, their, their smoking. Yeah, uh, that's true. There's a community, right? There is. I'm not going to say all smokers are like that, yeah. but there's definitely a community of stoners that would love to have bong on their license plate. Yeah, initially I thought it was going to be like the whole plate's design or something integrated in the design, but... That wouldn't have made sense because there's no way they could get away That's with That's a little extreme. That's too much. Yeah, because they're almost – it's almost like – well, I mean, this is almost like the state's promoting it, too. Exactly. It's a little weird because it's like, why are we allowed to have this, but then you're censoring all these other type of words, right? right? Like. right, right. Eh, are you going to start auctioning out fuck and shit? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, But it's uh, but yeah, I get it. I mean, I think it, it's it's smart on their part to get some money. Absolutely. I'm definitely interested to see how high uh, stoners actually bid on it, because mm. I will say the probably I don't know, that's a lot of ganja you know that that they could buy instead of buying a license plate but if you're like the like a grower yeah you know that those guys have deep pockets oh dude that makes a lot more sense that's a really good point they're multi your business right yes it's sort yeah. of supporting you probably right off the, the that's <laughs> the, also true the yeah the auction yeah, yeah. amount which is crazy yeah and that actually yeah that's that's a huge marketing tool like they buy like a lamborghini with you know, it says "bong" on it. Yes. Okay, you're a social media <laughs> magnet. Just there, Dude, you know, yeah. like, you know like, millions of followers, weed yeah. and cars. Oh, you for just, sure, yeah. 100. percent. Just done. throw girls, naked girls, on it, and you have yeah. got like the whole market. The trifecta. <laughs> yes. You know. Exactly. Okay. That that this makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. and it, now it makes a lot more sense because I was thinking like. Yeah, you know Joe Schmo Stoner. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I was like, you know, those guys probably don't have cars, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right, right. So um, so yeah, that's a really good point with the mm-hmm, business. I mm-hmm. think that makes a lot more sense. Craziness. But anyway, let's get into our next headline. So BMW chose uh control over fast shifting. Okay. The DCT transmission that came. In the previous generations of the M cars, mm-hmm. was touted as super fast. Yes, and even the SMG transmission prior to the E90, the E46, okay, um, was had some. It was fast. Pr- it had some uh, praise for its time. For its time mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of the complaints were low-speed shifting, okay. and that had a lot to do with the performance side of things. Okay, so now BMW has taken a step back, and they're going back from DCT. To a normal torque converter trans uh, transmission for the auto trans for the auto trans on the M cars, so they are actually sacrificing speed on shifting for comfort. Which, let's face it, that makes sense. Okay, I it feels almost like with the grill with this information. Yeah. They're moving away from the M car was always supposed to be catered to the performance. The ultimate right. driving machine, right? Yeah, it was the track enthusiast, not the ultimate comfort machine. Right, right. You right. know? So I, when I saw this, I'm like, really? Yeah. I mean, they do offer manual transmission. So let's 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 put that out there, okay. right? They're one of the few that offer still. manual transmission still. Mm-hmm. So if you do want the ultimate driving machine and are an enthusiast, realistically, you're probably gonna get uh six speed. Mm-hmm. But now, with the advanced technology of automatic transmissions and the DCT, yes. a lot of people enjoyed the paddle shifting mm-hmm. in those cars, right? It's sort of the, an affordable entry point to performance paddle shifting, yes. right? That you get in a lot of like the supercars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for them to take a step back, I, it does make sense. It does make sense to me if you want to sell cars. I understand, right? And that's the bottom line. Yeah, like your, your business, you know, uh, Wall Street Joe Schmo guy, right? Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. not interested in going to the track, right? You know, he's interested in flexing, it totally, and totally. just kind of you know being comfortable at low speeds. Yes. so i guess in that sense it makes sense and that's why i said what i said yeah yeah, that's totally what it is but it's still i was i was kind of like nah really the dct and the e90 and even the g80 wasn't that bad right so i don't know really what they're gaining uh from you know slower shifts in, uh, in the comfort what i was gonna ask you was is there like a is it gonna be an a la carte package where you can buy a dct on the side even no not at all no no it seems at least at least for now right it's a buck tooth slow shifting motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) so this is gonna be the the cheapest m to get in the 10 years oh yeah maybe on the used market maybe maybe a good value maybe by this time in california Mm -hmm. you would have seen them i remember when the f80 came out Okay. By this time, I was seeing a lot more M 3s Although we're up. not in L A, so but you drive in O C or Southern California. That's right. I guess it's a good point to say that you we're know we don't bu- drive a lot anymore because of, you know that, COVID changed life, and we're not in the bougiest parts of the world or yeah. this town. But I mean, I Still. do I do see you know two Mustang Machis, a Urus coming uh-huh. up to your house, Right, right? So you know, there's. The, the M3 money is out here. That's true. Maybe they don't know that it's a sh- slow-shifting comfort machine <laughs> now. <laughs> right, right. So they haven't bought them. But by now, I would have seen more of them. So it could be that 10 years down the line, this one is not— It's a good value. It's a good value. It's not worth as much. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I still won't buy it, but we'll see. Right. Yeah, right, I right. mean, unless somebody finds out a way to fix that bumper. Which people will. We all know that. Yeah, I thought I would have seen more of that by now. Instead, we've seen companies that are making bumpers for the F80— That make it a buck tooth car, (laughs) which I completely don't understand, (gasps) but I guess one in six people, according to BMW, actually appreciate that car. But anyway, let's move into our next headline, the 2024 GMC Hummer, Randy. Mm -hmm. It is four, I'm going to say five inches wider than the H2 Hummer. Five inches wider, wider, so it's even bigger. It's even bigger, dude. and then it's taller too. I don't have the measurements for sure how mu- how much taller it is, mm-hmm. but this is a massive vehicle. The H two was huge, man. Yeah, it was. It was nightmarishly huge. But yeah, at the time, did you want an H two? Hell no. You you weren't digging even, it, nah, you, dude. I saw it and I I enjoyed. Or oh, not I, want, but like, were you digging it? You weren't even digging nah, it at the time, dude, like. I, I i dug it at the time all you I know. did yeah i did you wanted spinners too huh Oh hell yeah i still want <laughs> spree wells man yeah shit <laughs> yeah i mean it was all over the place i mean you and i are both hip-hop heads yes, i'd say absolutely. and so it's, it was in that culture ext- but i was never into it spree wells man oh really <laughs> yeah i I'd still get some spree wells do, do they still make them no no i looked rec- uh Could, year can ago. you find them on like, the used market, I don't know. That's I want, a good I question. W- I would want. I would want to know how much, you know, four of those would cost. And how did Latrell Sprewell have his name associated with the spinners? Was right? he the first one? Was it? I mean, is I think is, so. Because are was, they named after him? Well, um, one of the G Unit songs was, uh, Spreewell Spinners. Man, I'm doing my thing. Well, was, yeah, that, that was a line in a G right. Unit song, um, by Young Buck. So I that's kind of how, how it started, I guess. Yes, it was. Yeah, that's how. And it he was started. on MTV Cribs and he spun his wheels. Oh, and everyone went ape shit. Yeah, because that was the OG M- Instagram. <laughs> MTV Cribs. Ins- yeah, MTV Cribs was the OG Instagram. <laughs> you're right, dude. That was. It's like it was like basically an Instagram profile and fast forward. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're yes. right. Here are my cars, my baller ass house, uh-huh, all the shit that uh-huh. my cars do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I was never, I was never down with the Hummers. No, no nah, H two, huh? Never no? down. I mean, they always looked like houses on wheels. They to do, me. and they are they did not age well. At least the H one aged mm-hmm. well, I think. The H1, I mean, it's it, it's sort it's, of iconic in a way. It's pure military, military, right? It's got so, that military right? You know, appeal to it. But it never got as big as the H2, the, so... Yeah, yeah the, the, H3, the H3 is almost a myth to most, pe- most it's people. It's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a Hummer crossover. Yes, that one's a joke. But it looks like the new EV Hummer mm-hmm. might be as big as the H1. Oh, really? Yeah, like it seems... I don't know the actual dimensions for the H one, but okay. looking at the comparisons here, um, this thing is massive, man. Who, do people still want SUVs that like are massive and well? Here's the thing: the, other than a flat, yes, one hundred percent, dude. I mean, I was looking at, uh, you know, I I was kind of debating buying my own uh, trailer or whatever, yes. right? So I was looking at um, in Europe, they actually make very very compact trailers that are very very light. And it can be, like, down to, like, 12 to 14 feet in length. Okay. And I'm like, man, this would be wonderful because it saves space. Yes. But obviously in Europe, they have a lot smaller cars, right? And, and roads, So yeah. there's a bigger need for that. Mm-hmm. Out here, apparently, there are no manufacturers for s- this type of trailer because everybody thinks that in order to tow, you need a giant, dually diesel truck. Yeah. That, yeah. Is, that is the Makes size sense. of a school bus. Right. Right? And I think... I, in America, this size stuff, it works. And the the only drawback is MPG, which but is not an you, issue. Exactly. Now you have an EV truck. truck that's the size of Montana, <laughs> and right. it and it's EV. So you mm. have and it's a thousand horsepower. Mm. It's the biggest flex in EV so far. Yeah, it, m- arguably more so a little bit than the Model X, right? The oh yeah. And especially that stupid Cybertruck. <laughs> you don't <know>, love these stuff. <laughs> oh, dude, I saw, I, I saw a picture of it again recently, and I'm yeah. like, what the hell? It looks like it belongs on Mars. I'm telling you, it, it's, again, this thing it, about Elon going, going home to Mars. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's definitely weird. I like that it's a disruptor. Yeah. I don't like the design of the Cybertruck. I like that it's disrupting and um, kind of saying F you to trucks. Is it in its design? I think so. It, designers went apeshit over the fact. Is it saying angrily? Is it saying "f you" or is it saying "f me"? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or am I lazy as Elon? Like I don't know. I think it's it's giving a middle finger to car designers for sure. It is. You're right. They were outraged. Oh, they were. They were. Uh, I have. It looks like an eight bit like car. Yeah, because they like, and I have a GM friend. Okay. Who, sh- who shat on the Cybertruck when it got launched. Oh and I was like, hey, where's your Silverado um right. electric? Which is gonna come out now that the Hummer is coming out. And their designs but never change, right? You, you know, subtle p- things change, but yeah, I mean And that's my point. A truck has been the same truck for how many years now? Exactly. And yeah. to add to that, they weren't they did try E V, but they didn't have the balls to commit to it, GM. Got right it. with the EV1 way back in the and, 90s until they changed to lowercase GM. Right, right. Now right. They're all that, about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And now they're they have the, the Hummer truck. Fast yeah. forward, right? Yeah. So because somebody else did it, now they're doing it. And yeah, uh, so that's that's my take on GM. But nonetheless, uh, okay. So, yeah, I, I like the, I like the interior of this new Hummer um, electric. I mean, it's, it's it looks, a luxury car. It looks yeah. dope. Dude. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of got a, you know, Lincoln Navigator vibe mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. how that car felt when it came out. Yes. Yeah. So this I mean, obviously, being a six figure car, it's going to show. Right. Um, but, man, it's it's massive. It's un- it w- I feel like it would be uncomfortable to drive. Absolutely. Have yeah. you ever driven a, a car that's huge, like a yeah. conversion van? Yeah. Yeah, I grew up with a conversion van and I drove the shit out of that thing. And man, I mean, it's cool to be high up and you're on like a recliner, but <laughs> yeah. it's, I didn't find any joy in, in the no, driving no, of no, that the, thing. You have to drive super slow and conservative. Right, and right. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. It's the ultimate comfort machine. It uh, is. BMW should make one. <laughs> all right right, moving into the e36 updates i've made some changes randy so there are two issues that happened um in a few of my track days yeah first i mean the first time the car went out to willow springs it was shakedown day i spin out and turn two i lose a bumper and a splitter but that wasn't all i lost i also lost the radiator ducting Oh really? Yes, I lost my radiator ducting and up to this point when I was running the car, my average temps were one bouncing between 170 and 180. Okay. And I was like, you know, how how big of a deal could this be? Uh-huh. Right? So I didn't replace it I just replaced the bumper I replaced the splitter And since the splitter Kind of tucks under the car I'm like okay It's it kind of pushing the air up Because the ducting just Oh so it, the, it Channels fu- air Towards it, your radiator Yeah it, it basically Funnels Covers the whole hole In the front bumper It funnels it to And your... funnels it to the radiator Okay right? So okay. that's the only okay. place The air can go So it's really Yeah okay Got it But uh, you know me being Kind of cheap And trying to keep My cost kinda. down <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah uh-huh. I, I didn't I didn't replace it uh-huh. So for the last I would say for Auto Club and then Willow Springs again after that, my temps got up to like 202, 203, Yikes. which isn't alarming. Yeah. But I know it's higher than what the car was doing prior. Okay. So I was like, man, and then I guess I, I need to improve this. Mm-hmm. So I was looking into making my own ducting. I even told you that I was maybe going to do some ABS work and mm-hmm. and kind of work on stuff. Um, but I it's just... It's it's always better when people who know how to do shit actually make it. Yes. So I discovered uh, this company called Kinematic Speed. Mm-hmm. And I discovered them through a shifter that they make that made me regret the shifter that I have now. Oh, really? They make a dope-ass shifter for the okay. E36, but they just released it. I see. So I had already had the other one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they make aluminum uh, radiator funnels. ducted, radiator uh-huh, ducting, uh-huh. and it's a three piece unit. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'll try them out. It was like 150 bucks, I think. So I ordered it and I got it in and it's just, it's perfect. Nice. It, it, the fit is perfect. It's so easy to install. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had, I was able to get rid of all the crap plastic that was in there. Okay. So I'm like, cool. I still have to test it. So now we're growing a button willow this weekend. Yes. And that there are less straightaways there uh, to keep me cool. So I'm expecting my temps to go up higher and it's going to be hotter tomorrow than probably any track day I've been to this year. OK, so we'll see how it does. Mm. But I'm I'm betting that it's going to it's going to do really well because nice. I have my front grill blocked off, too. So the air is forced to go in in one area. I see. Yeah. I see. On top of that, we did talk about the splitter issues I had at Auto Club. Yes. So I had some splitter issues. It turns out that the splitter that I was using had too much flex. And at 130 miles an hour, it, uh, it didn't hold. Mm-hmm. So it actually pushed my splitter back. And the vibration that I was feeling was the splitter hitting, literally hammering at my tire. Yes. Which is scary as hell. So, I worked with Race Red Components. I mentioned them before. Uh, We we went back and forth, kind of troubleshooting. He asked me a ton of questions about the actual track day, Mm -hmm. you know, how fast I was going, you know, where I was experiencing issues. Um, We talked about different ways to solve it. He explained kind of the characteristics of the materials that they use versus other stuff that they've tested. So, finally, they set me up with a whole new uh, splitter kit. Mm-hmm. So I got a new splitter. I got new brackets because the brackets were actually bent from the original splitter that I had on there, which was the Max Velocity splitter. Okay. Um. So it wasn't their product. It wasn't their product. Okay. Yeah. So that was the reason why I had issues. Um. Uh, and then he actually hooked it up with the most slick and stealth splitter cables. Okay. So I hate, I don't know about you. Actually, let's talk about this for a bit. I hate the look of splitter rods. I didn't understand what they were for before. Oh, okay. I never thought it was made it cooler. Yeah. But it I didn't realize that there was a function behind them because right. I never really paid attention to racing back when they were using that in F1. Right, right. So it was neither cool nor lame to me. Okay. But now I understand that if you're a street car, why do you even have those on? And right? that's the part and I I always Like, I I learned what splitter rods were for after seeing them on the street yeah, and then realizing that all these cars that I'm seeing with them on, there's no reason for you to have them on. It's like a permanent tow hook, but you don't even take it to the track. And so, like, I just never liked the look of them. Mm -hmm. And even now that I have a functional reason to own them, I just don't like them. Okay. So they actually make these splitter cables that are quick release. So there's a there's like you you can pull the cable through the hook Uh and there's a little button that you press that releases the cable. Oh, nice. But they're super slick. And uh, if you look at the Instagram, I posted the the look. So I put the I put the splitter cables just in front of the brackets. So they're supporting the uh, the actual splitter. Uh Uh, I don't think I'll need them for Button willow. I don't think I'm going to be, you know, I'm probably going to be hitting 100 miles an hour, but I'm not, you know, 130 like auto club. Okay. So I don't think I will need them Uh so much, but, you know, I decided to install them anyway just to give it a good test. Nice. Okay. So, but what I had to do is I had to go back to what the Rio taught me and build my own air dam. And now the E36 M3 officially has garage edging. On it. <laughs> oh, on the on the bumper lip. <laughs> on the bumper or lip. the splitter under the splitter? Then or no? no? It's actually on the bumper. Oh, yeah. It's, well, I put very nice. I didn't want to make holes. I, I didn't want to rivet into the bumper Itself. where it, where it's visible. Yes. So what I did was I made sort of brackets under it to huh. to bolt that bracket up the bumper from the bottom. Okay. And then put the actual air dam on that on those brackets. I see. That way, I if see. I take it off, it won't look like the like the bumper's been through. A shooting range. So the, the the wire, the splitter wire you're talking about, it supports the front part of the splitter. Then. It supports the front part. It's and I actually tested it. So because I was. You stood on it I or was, something or what? I didn't. No, no my big ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, okay. I, put, I put some weight on it. I used the. Uh, the, the uh, Your weights. The weights that I have in there. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh and i i didn't hang the splitter on the front bolts just the rears and Uh use the splitter cables to hold it up okay and it was fine because i was a little suspicious of the angle that i put them at okay because the angle of the cables is kind of extreme so Mm -hmm. i was like is it really going to support it yep but it did so it it works so if something if the you know drag down force is pulling that thing down it'll Mm -hmm. hold it up so Mm -hmm. it won't be a problem oh very nice but i thought and i hide them behind the bumper. So it's not this obnoxious. You can yeah. You can't yeah. see it at all. Mm. So if you know, I, it's easy to pull. Makes it easier to pull it off too. I pull off the bumper, and then and then, then I, and then I quick loosen. release the, the nice. Yeah. So okay. it's dope. Man. Okay, that's cool. Like I, I like we. I've always talked about in the past with you, right? That we hate kind of giving free publicity. Yes. Well, you do more than me, but yeah, yeah, for sure, but for sure. like in this case, you know, whenever I see all these like smaller outfits kind of making these dope ass, you know, engineering products, I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, respect. Nice. Like that's dope, man. So I'm excited to test that out this weekend. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, the car is more than ready. It's actually on a trailer now. So we'll head out to Buttonwillow <laughs> tomorrow morning at three. And uh, hopefully get out there and have a smooth track day.
1: But we'll see. I mean, yes. will,
0: I've never done button Willow. Okay, so tomorrow's your so first. So tomorrow's my first, so it'll be interesting. Obvi- I'm doing it with NASA. I'm still doing HPD2, so there's going to be traffic. So mm. I, I'm going into it knowing that I'm not aiming for times. Okay. My sole goal is establish my breaking points, establish my shift points, mm-hmm. and establish my line. That's okay. it. Okay. Yeah, and then next time I go out later this year, then we'll see about making some times cuz I think if I feel comfortable uh if I feel comfortable in the first session, I'm going to ask them to bump me up into HPD3. Okay. Which I might wait until Big Willow mm-hmm. cuz I'm a lot more comfortable at Big Willow, yeah. so I feel more confident about them checking me off for HPD3. Okay. At Big Willow. Cuz they sit with you, right? Or do they, they can't watch anymore. you? anymore. Okay so they, they watch you from sit, afar or Yeah, they, they follow you they follow oh. you in a car yeah they follow you in their car the instructor and they're fast so oh so the, are you so you're setting the pace for the the car that's following they, yeah, you Yeah and they're just watching for you know if you know if you're following your line if you're consistent if you're okay. obeying the rules. Right. And if I your see. pace is good, obviously. I see. Yeah. I see. So before that, you would jump in the car with you. Right. I, I much prefer it now. There's uh-huh. a lot of pressure with having like a, a really good driver <laughs> oh, you know, right. sitting next to you. OK. okay. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it, it should be easier now with them following you, although there's a lot more. Pre- I feel the most pressure I feel is when I have someone driving behind me. More so than if they're sitting in more. So they're sitting. Yeah, I feel a lot of pressure to to really focus and do well when I have somebody behind me. We forgot to talk about this on on the unaccepted X episode last week. But the only reason not the only reason I was working my way up to it, Mm -hmm. but a big motivating factor, let's put it that way, a Mm -hmm. big motivating factor for staying flat. On one and two. Yes. Was the fact that I had a Civic Type R behind me and Tony was in it. <laughs> right, you know? right. right, Yeah. And like the fact not only the fact there's a faster car behind me and mm-hmm. I, I know I'm in the slower car. I still want to outperform. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, you still right. want to be like top dog. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You still want to get one off on on on, uh, on the type R. You know, it's weird that you said it's a faster car. Because it is, oh yeah, even on paper, yeah. But you, I didn't automatically connect that dot. Oh, oh, really? Just because M three, you think? Oh, you think much super faster? Speed. Yeah, no, but it's an old but M three, it, it is. It's yeah. a slower car. Yeah, it's yeah. not the European M three. So yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's got three hundred like, horsepower to the wheel, right? Yeah, so, so sixty horses on me, mm. and. Modern twenty years. Yeah, of engineering. Yeah, you yeah. know, so it could be more than sixty horsepower. Okay, right on. Yeah. So right I'm on. like, so like the feeling of being able to outpace a car that has that much more power than you right. is nice. Yeah, but, but it does feel that pressure. <laughs> pressure. Exactly. You <laughs> right, feel that pressure. Right, right. But anyway, that's where we are with the E thirty six. Uh work never ends with that damn car. Mm-hmm. Um I have torque luckily this inspection. Yielded no real major things. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to torque anything down yep. again, uh, so I'm thinking everything is nice and tight now. Hopefully, but we'll see. That's why that's wood. why we bought the quick jack to check every fucking time, <laughs> <laughs> right? But anyway, let's move into our next segment, and uh, this one uh, is inspired by a book that I just finished reading, and I feel like we should all learn together, Randy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just finished reading Ultimate Speed Secrets. Yes. Uh I tried my best to buy the hardcover, but I couldn't find it. So it's twenty bucks if you wanna read it. But if you don't want to read it, we're gonna start talking about some things um that the book has taught us or taught me. Mm-hmm. And in this case you're you're planning on buying the book. Yes. Um so you'll be hip to all this stuff soon. Um, but one of the things that I learned that it's the super simple phrasing in this just kind of makes it seem like, yeah, that's obvious, Mm -hmm. but the speed secret we're going to talk about today is, uh, practice makes perfect. Okay. Right. So apparently that statement is wrong. Really? So the, the, uh, speed secret book actually changes it to perfect practice makes perfect. Oh,
1: the logic okay. here
0: being that it's telling you, don't don't go out and learn how to drive when you have bad habits. If you have bad habits and you're doing lap after lap with those bad habits, mm-hmm. all you're learning is perfecting those bad habits. Right. You're reinforcing your bad habits. Exactly. Right. So exactly. that's why they added that layer, that, that wording, yeah, The perfect practice makes perfect. Okay. Uh, Because, yeah, I mean, uh, they're talking about, you know, people plateauing, uh, which happens to everybody. For everything, even. Yeah, for everything. This is not limited to automobiles Mm -hmm. or race driving. So, uh, ideally, you know, you need to focus on all those little things. Like like I said, the line, the breaking points. Like, we all want to just get on the track and be fast. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Yes. And building good habits... And I'm gonna pick on you a little bit, Randy. Yeah. So one of the things that actually is mentioned in the book Uh is watching your videos. No, steering Uh with your head. Oh, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to steer with your head. Oh, really? It it messes with your field of vision. So one thing that is one thing that they discuss in the book to death is is that driving is subconscious. Yes. And that makes sense on the track. Yeah. There's no way that you could consciously think about all the things that your arms are doing, your mm-hmm. legs are doing. Mm-hmm. It's subconscious. Yes. So your your eyes are feeding information to your brain. Yes. And if you were turning your head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is blatant in all my oh, car photos. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Oh, okay. That is going to throw off how your brain is pers- uh, is absorbing that information. And therefore throwing off, you know, your lines or your yeah. turning Points or your breaking points, ah, oh. yeah. So, were you conscious of that for yourself before you read the book? No, no. I, I think I just never did that. Okay. Um, I didn't know because I otherwise I would have said something to you when I noticed it because I did say I did mention it, but I didn't mention it as a critique. I just thought it was funny that you know you were like <laughs> your <laughs> yeah. head was leaning out Sideways. the window. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, right. Yes. But then I read the book and I'm like, oh man, they're attacking Randy. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: That's interesting. Yeah. And so
0: he breaks it down. He says, you know, like that, that you, you need to keep your head straight and make sure, making sure that you're absorbing as much information as possible and keeping your field of vision as wide as possible. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a complete sense. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, right? Like all these little things. And then having building, practicing the right things to make sure to make sure that you're doing the right things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, because it's difficult to get rid of bad habits. It, it is very. I mean, it's actually a lot like golf in that sense because that it's, it's act, they actually say that. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, let's hear what you got to say. You know? Well, the reason I say that is because I played golf maybe eight times in my life. Right. And each time you swing at the ball, you actually are supposed to have the exact same form. Right. But the challenge is, is the power of your stroke has to be different because of depending on the distance to the hole. Right, right. So that's hard, yeah. And maintaining your form the same every single time for the type of shot you're gonna do, whether it's a chip or a drive or a putt. Yep. So, um, with regards to driving. I didn't even realize. Well, firstly, yeah, I didn't even realize that my head was turning. Yeah. Yeah. Ol- and it was only blatantly obvious in the photos yeah. even in the videos. I didn't watch all of my videos. So I guess I should. Yeah. And you've you've even told me that. But, <laughs> you know, I have I don't have a track date coming up in the near future. So that's why. But nonetheless, um, damn, I really got to get this damn book, man. Like, (laughs) you know, like I want to have the right form at the very least. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. Like, I mean, they tell you, it tells you how to sit. It tells you. I mean, it, t- it breaks everything down. So both cheeks planted. <laughs> but of course, yeah, both cheeks uh-huh. planted. Uh-huh. You know, depending, you know, how far to be from the pedals. And oh, like, even that. Yeah, like you know, what, how much bend you should have on your arm when you're reaching for the steering wheel. What do they say for the bend on the arms? I'm uh, you should be able to have. I don't remember what the degrees were, but you should have a slight bend in your arm while uh, reaching at the top of the steering wheel. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I do. I did drive that way. Yeah. But I guess a lot of a lot of the book, you know, there's a lot of things in the book where it's like, OK, yeah, I do that. Right. But okay. it's, but it's being conscious of the fact that this is how you need to practice. Absolutely. And then build it into your subconscious Mm-kay. and then just being able to execute. That's so interesting. Yeah, man. And it's and, and it's a little scary for me because uh-huh. it it's like, you know, I've been I've been on the track let's a say a, a year okay right a year total right mm-hmm. a, a handful 10 track days on me mm-hmm. and i'm like well how much of this i know i'm still early i'm still a novice yes so i can take stuff out but still like how much how many bad habits have i actually developed mm. you know what i mean yeah and uh you know it kind of teaches you how to be honest with yourself like yes yeah. i it mentions the book mentions that um, A lot of racers, you know, towards the end of a race mm-hmm. will have slower lap times because of losing fatigue. concentration and fatigue. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And they will blame their tires. <laughs> and that's exactly what I was doing in session three. Oh, really? Uh, at, at Big Willow. And now I'm thinking, OK, is it that the tire cause the tires are at a. What they would consider, you know, end of life, of, for, end of life for the grip, right, for the grip, for, yes. the, grip, for yes. the max grip on right. those tires. Yes, but at the same time, I'm like, what? I was I just tired and losing concentration, and I that's see. why my times were going down, okay. and the tires are actually still good, and that's why I haven't changed them for. For Button Willow, because you want to test yourself. I want to test that that because I I know that you know there's definitely some physical conditioning that I should be doing <laughs> <laughs> to prepare for my track right, day. Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, it goes into all that stuff, and you know it kind of teaches you to be a little honest with yourself and be a little yeah. introspective about the shit yeah. that you're doing. Right. So, right, right. you know, uh, perfect practice makes perfect, not practice makes perfect. That's beautifully said. So make sure that you're doing the right thing. Damn, I'm buying this, that book right after oh, our Oh, dude, I episode. definitely recommend yeah. it. I binged that shit like yeah. a Netflix show, man. Well, I looked for it on the at the library, and they didn't have it. So. Oh, you cheap <laughs> motherfucker. Hey, man, this, yeah, that's not what libraries have, are for, Dude, right? It's good. You should support libraries. I, yeah, absolutely. I should, I should go to libraries more often. People forget that they exist. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't want libraries to go away, man. Yes. I used to love going to libraries. Uh, me too. Yeah. I Absolutely. Are, your kids are going to get to the age soon where they're going to be going to libraries a lot more, right? Well, they already were pre-COVID because there's shows and puppet shows, uh, and an- they bring live animals to the ones. Oh, know, you got the Baller Library. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> yeah, kind of. So. It's at it the Richard, the Richard Nixon Library. No, 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 the, no. no that's the Ronald just, Reagan Library. No, or? that's um, that's just the Presidential Library. Uh, it's okay. your Belinda's City Library. Oh, uh, okay, okay, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. So. Yeah, Speed Secrets, learning together. Just make sure you're learning and reinforcing the right things. Otherwise, uh, you're going to build some bad habits and uh, drive with your head leaning out the window. <laughs> <laughs> like me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but let's move on to our next topic, uh, and this one's uh, a little dirty. You heard in the beginning. Birthday. John got some birthday it? sex. He did. And both by that, ways. And by that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> uh, but let's uh, but by that, I mean that I got an amazing me, gift, one of the greatest gifts ever, yeah. one, uh, an item that was actually on my bucket list. Yes. And that bucket li- list item was anal dr- sex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. It was building Jeez. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I know, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, kidding. Man, track no. a track gift. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So going to thermal. Yes. So thermal is a very exclusive track. Uh-huh. BMW owns that <laughs> shit. <laughs> BMW owns it and I don't know honestly now I don't even know if you can rent it out or not. Right. But I do know that if you sign up for M school, you can go drive up uh, dry that thermal. Uh it's dry. <laughs> <laughs> it's Palm Springs, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. yeah. Yeah. So, um, my uh, missus, yes, bought me uh, M school. So, and I was like, damn. Franco and I were both like, damn. Yeah, dude. That's he, a nice I, w- gift. I was like, damn. Right. And right. She was like, well, you know, I can buy you something, but I want to buy you an experience that you won't forget, and one thousand percent. <laughs>
1: so you got it twice uh okay (laughs) yeah
0: and yeah this is uh i it's fully paid for and scheduled so in july oh you scheduled it yeah i'm gonna be at in at thermal what date uh
1: the 26th okay okay it's a monday okay so yeah and
0: like track days feel a little better when you skip Skip work work. Very nice, right? So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and do that. So So it's a day, every day of the week type of thing, then? Or they have they have they have they have designated days. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So and they have one day M school and two day M school. I did one day because you know obviously it's cheaper and I don't and it's. You know, it's a big cost. So, right. I, I kind of felt guilty, to be uh-huh, honest. Uh-huh. Uh But also my BMW enthusiasm kind of overpowered that a little sure, bit. Sure. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, OK, I can't be skipping two days of work to go, you know, mess around with cars. So first question for you, it's going to be July and you're in Palm Springs. Yeah. No, you, I checked the weather. No, I know. Are you going to drive with the AC or not? Uh, they well, he, okay. So I did the M car control clinic. Yes, in Santa Anita Park. Yes, and all the instructors there are instructors that work at Thermal. Okay, and they all said we we drive with AC. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so fuck your yeah, lap times. Yeah yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's not a, I mean, with I know, these cars, I know, but you know what I mean? I know, yeah, but yeah. you know, I just, that yeah. was just a. No, mean, like, cause I thought about that too. Cause I'm yeah, like, you ripped the HVAC out of your car. Oh, so yeah, but, n- but no, you don't drive your own car. So. I know, but I like, yeah, so you, you care less about but the HVAC. No, and I checked the, the weather cause I was like, maybe I'll schedule it for September. It might be cooler. Right. But it's not out there. It's a hundred degrees until the end of October. Oh, okay. So I was okay. like, you know, July was actually cooler. Interesting. Yeah. So July, it's like in the high 90s. Oh, so okay. I was like, OK, I'll just do it in July and then we'll be we'll be OK. Obviously, this is like historical temp. They still they don't have forecasts. For right, that yet. right. 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 Um, so we'll see when it actually gets there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I scheduled it for July. So nice. uh, that's uh, that's um, I have a full day, 830 to five. Wow. Of driving. Uh huh. Um, the cars you get to drive. Yes. An M2 competition, mm-hmm. a, an M4, mm-hmm. the M5 competition. Okay. And one I'm really excited about, the M8 competition. M8 competition. So that's a six-figure car. Is it? Yeah. So because of that, I'm like, oh, okay, this is – you get to drive at high speed. Right. Do they have um, long straights? Yeah. So there's there's three different – set. Tr- Basically, three different segments or things that you learn to do, right? Okay. One is drifting, Mm -hmm. right? So they actually take you to a wet skit pad. Nice. And you get to learn how to drift, how to control the car, Mm -hmm. figure eights, all that fun stuff. Cool. Very cool. And then uh, they they do what they refer to as learning the line. So they teach you how to drive... A track basically how to read a turn okay how you're supposed to be taking out those lines mm-hmm. right pretty all the technique that you need to learn to drive mm-hmm. on a track mm-hmm. and then you move to the high speed track okay. so now that you've learned a lot of that technique you're uh-huh. applying it to driving high speed okay and at the high speed track you essentially just rotate all the cars and get a feel of how to drive every single one at sustained high speeds nice. it isn't that you're taking it to 100 and then dropping you gotta keep it up there. Oh, yeah. So it helps yeah. you grow your ball sack, basically, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. and I mean nice. with, with how high powered these cars are, uh-huh. it's gonna be a lot of fun. And That's then crazy. you get into the then you get into the competition side of things. Okay. So each class is limited to eighteen people, right? Mm-hmm. But all those eighteen people in the afternoon become your competitors. Okay. So the first race is a rat race, mm-hmm. and it's basically an oval track. But the track is wet, and they turn traction control off on the cars. So you each start on the opposite end of the track— and the goal is, is to, to catch, catch the, other. the other one. Okay, that's kind of right? cool. Or that's not fun. get caught. I did oh. that one on, on, on autocross at the M car control clinic. Yes. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Now with introducing the skid pad, I'm I'm interested to see what that's like. Mm. I don't drift. I don't know how. Yeah. That's not something I've learned yet. You're going to get a drift car after. while. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I've thought about that. I was like, should that yeah. be the next project car? Oh, dude. I've thought right? about it too. Yeah. Because it, it just looks a lot of fun to. Right. It's a different niche it's a yeah i mean especially since i've been sort of practicing burnouts and yeah yeah you know doing stuff like that Uh i'm like man this is a lot of fun but it's also really expensive right tires yeah but anyways finally you end with time attack so you take everything that you've learned Uh and you get in a car and you try to beat everyone's time Mm. and so you get in i don't it doesn't say anything specifically about what cars you get for this okay i'm hoping it's the m2 Oh, you prefer the small light. I prefer slower the slower obviously car. Obviously, it's the cars that I drive. Oh, it's always small, compact. Mm-hmm. So, I'd prefer the smaller car. Um, but we'll see. I mean, if the track is super high speed, then obviously there's an advantage to getting some higher horsepower. Yeah, I, I was looking at the layout. I mean, shit, that's cra- that's crazy. Oh like, do yeah, you the drive the all of that in in the in this part of it, the Chime Trial. The I, I don't know full. I will. I will report well, back. You'll find out. Yeah, I'll find out. I don't know exactly, like if it's the whole track, if is it a section of the track, right? Because it's like it's almost two halves connect. Like it is, connect. yeah. So for, like, for the technical portion of it, you know, they kind of section off different areas of the track. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, that but for sense. the high speed section uh, or the time attack section, I, I don't know. I don't know how it's actually gonna work out. Cause but yeah, I, they could almost split up the groups like in the morning so that you. That's could how sp- they do it. Oh, so they split. They split you into an even like four groups or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and oh, everyone's rotating different sections. I see. Yeah, that makes a lot. Th- yeah, w- very nicely designed track. Yeah, man, it's it very looks clutch. it looks so nice, and yeah. I've looked at video after video about it. Really? Yeah. So, can you bring your own GoPro and stuff? Or? I see people that do that, okay. so I'm going to do that, and I'm told until I'm told not to. Right. I'm actually right going to buy a new GoPro for uh-huh. just for not, not just for this. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I've right. been working on doing that, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to make sure to take uh, my my 360 cam. You're not s- going to take the Garmin. <laughs> the Garmin. <catalyst. laughs>
1: <laughs> Plug it into each car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be uh, like, no
0: instructor, you're wrong, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I was fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This uh, is telling no, me, yeah. That's not a. That's not a horrible idea. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. just to get you know get some of that data in there too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or and even video. Well that would be like oh you like yeah. hold on instructor let me install the catalyst <laughs> give me half an hour to yeah, set this yeah, shit yeah, up yes and like now that it's integrated into the M3 it's kind of a little harder to take it right, out right right it's not hard but it's still just one of those things cuz i looked at the mounting for that cuz you know you offered to share the thing yeah, with yeah. the unit it's like well if i got my own mounts then it would be doable almost. oh yeah i mean and you but you don't really need it Oh right cuz the tablet yeah, just yeah, has to sit in the, the car. Yeah. Right? like if I could literally put put the camera on your windshield and just hold the tablet connected to it and it'll run it. Yeah, yes. and it'll run it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as long as, you know, the tablet is charged, mm-hmm. uh, it should be fine. Okay. Uh, okay. Or if we don't really care about the camera footage, we can just get the data. Right. Throw it in the glove box. Throw it in the glove box or whatever, right? Or just hold on to it. So maybe you should at least bring it and ask. Bring it, Oh yeah, bring it and take yeah, like oh, this is my this is my new phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they make them big now, so yes. yeah. <laughs> Just um, pretend to take a call. Yes, yes. yeah. There so go. yeah, so that's dude. I'm I'm excited cool. as hell, man. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, looks this like is fun. something I I have already not going to forget. So, mm-hmm. but speaking of you know bucket list items, right? Yes. This sort of transitions us into dream tracks. Yeah. Everyone talks about dream cars and, and you know, what their dream car would be. Even we've talked about that mm-hmm. multiple times, talked it to death. Mm-hmm. But dream tracks, and actually you brought this up. I brought this topic up and last now, minute. now we're getting a little more in the, in, invested in track life. Yes. What is your dream track? So recently, I don't know why this dawned on me, and it's probably fame of the the the, f- the fame of the track itself. Okay. More so than anything, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Um and mine happened to be Laguna Seca. Really? Yes, because okay. of the f- mostly because of the fame. Right. But I am curious about how it's what it's like to drive down the Corkscrew. Yeah. A- at whatever speed my car can make it go down. Yeah. Without like, you know, eating shit and skidding out or right. whatever, like right, right. what that feels like, because I've seen motorcycles do it. Right. And I can't even imagine that shit or even a bi- being on a bicycle. Yeah. That might even be scariest. Nonetheless. But nonetheless, like um that is on the list. So I actually was looking for events that ran on that track because I know they've got a speed. Uh, sound uh, requirements right, right right you can't and my car which will, i still don't know why do you know why because they're near how rich people houses uh it's the whole oc <laughs> thing too well that yes yeah but at that the one, airport you're the, the airplanes aren't allowed to leave until like six or seven a.m in uh in for uh, noise ordinance noise ordinance in reasons john at john Wayne airport john Wayne airport yes. yeah. and they can't leave past 11 or 10 that's crazy they can't man. land past 10 11 and they can't leave past ten p.m. at John Wayne. That's nuts. But yeah, man. so Laguna Seca, for, for probably for this reason, doesn't have a lot of events. Actually, I mean, it's it's a, I think it's an expensive track. That's what I was gonna uh, say. That's one probably one reason NASA doesn't run there. Yeah, NASA NorCal doesn't run there. So I was yeah. like, well, shit, I'm ass out there. So there's only a few groups that I could find on their event calendar that I actually ran there. There's a group that I follow. On Grid does. Yeah. One. And, and Turn 8, I think. Oh, Turn 8 does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've thought about that, too, especially since I don't have an exhaust yet. Oh. I'm like, okay, I'm stuck basically, you know. So right. So it'd be cool to get out there. And do and, it. And Laguna Seca is a track that I've driven in every sim. Okay. You know okay. like over right and on. over again. Right I'm not on. saying I'd be an expert by right, no means. Right. But that, at least you know the the, know layout. the layout, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So that was my like realistic bucket list track, I yeah. think. That's I don't That's very realistic. I know. Yeah. It's just a matter of well, it happened to be this weekend that the one event that we could go to is happening, so obviously that's out. Yeah. Of the question, but nonetheless, that's my like near-term realistic dream track to drive on. Yeah. So do you have a domestic dream track? And domestic, you know, that helps us limit the scope, right? Is saying domestic. So there's like Road America. There's obviously Coda. So that's the one for me, Coda. Okay. So, so Circuit Co- of the Americas. Circuit of the Americas is Texas. one. It piques my interest. It's that's also doable. Yeah, it's doable. Uh you know there's there's friends that I can stay with in, in Texas. Oh, there is. Yeah. Frat bu- brothers? Uh no. Or f- just friends. Just friends. Yeah. Okay. Maybe okay, maybe there are some frat brothers out there that I can probably kick it with. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um but if I were to speak dream track, I don't think I have a dream track in the U.S. In the U.S., even a circuit like a road, tr- a road course, not even any of the road oh, courses. Oh, dude! Oh, the in Long the U.S., be- the Long Beach Grand Prix. Oh, so you want to drive oh, that? Oh, dude! I would love to do the Long Beach Grand Prix. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That is uh, good. Good hit on <laughs> good that question. Yeah, good hit oh, okay. on that. That okay. would be definitely. I would mm. love to be able to drive that. Okay. Yeah, road course on the street like that. Yes. And, you You know, iconic. Right. Been, you know, going there since I was a little kid. Okay. You know, seeing it. I would love to be because, you know, you've seen so many icons there. Yes. You know, like I would love to be a part of that. Mm, You kind of get a bit of that feeling like at like, you know, the historic Willow Springs. Right. You. Yes. You understand that a lot of famous people have driven there. You see a lot of videos. Yes. But at Long Beach Grand Prix, I've seen. Indy cars. I've seen, you know, these cars, these famous, you know, racers Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, be on that track. So to to actually get an opportunity to drive, it would be great. I don't know how you would manage to do that. I don't think it's possible unless you're a pro racer. Well, don't they do the drift event the weekend before. Right. Right. So they don't have a private event once the track is set up. I mean if they do, it might be for the elite of the elite. The the, the supercars. I the would GT have to at owners. least be like a celebrity to get into like a celebrity race. Wait, right, which we're not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know how And I don't even think they do this celebrity race yeah, anymore. It's right? like the most obtainable, unobtainable like mm. track. That's almost harder than getting to Laguna Seca and Koda. One hundred percent because right? there's no it's one, it's limited time. Right. And then two, it's during that time, it's all races and stuff. Yes. So being able to drive your car. And of course, I would want to do it with my own car. Which that's almost definitely not happening. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be able to do it with any car would be great. Mm -hmm. But ideally, doing it with your own car would be Mm -hmm. fucking awesome. Like you know, seeing a little e 36 driving through long beach. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> right. That'd be cool. Cause yeah, that's, that's another track that I've done in a bunch of Sims. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. yeah they, they, that would make sense. Is that on yeah. grand Turismo too? It's on, or uh, it's or on just project cars. Okay. I think, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, But, but yeah, man, it's that, that would be awesome. But I guess a little more obtainable, but not really mm. my dream track would mm-hmm. be the Nürburgring. Okay. I mean, um, You know, Ten, renowned. 10 minutes of driving for a lap? Fuck. You know what I mean? Like, How many miles is it again? Like f- 10 or 15? Something like that? I something mean, let's, let's look it up. So we're talking about exact figures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, and, and it's the historic Nürburgring. It is. That's almost... To your point, that's arguably very doable because you can rent a car there. You can rent G- Volkswagen GTIs and drive it or Porsches. And 12.9 miles. 12.9 miles. But again... The, the ideal situation is your own car your own car which is almost impossible it's m- with I would our budget have budgets. to ship it to germany and then back and then back <laughs> yes that's not going to work no that's not yeah no way like yes. and then i show up over there and like you ship this piece of shit well <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, I I was going to pose that question to you. Wouldn't you rather drive the same gen M3 as yours, but the European version, which is 300 horsepower? So, that, okay, so that was, I was just going (laughs) to say, you hit it right on the head. Okay, nice. That a close runner up would Mm -hmm. get the Euro spec. E36M3 and try giving that a shot. Uh, Individual throttle bodies, more power. It's ITB stock? Yeah. 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 european got the good shit, man. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do you even know what those go for over there? As, as I far as don't. A, I've thought about importing one. Well, it's legal now. It's feder- federally legal now. Uh, it's 1996, right? Yeah, you're right. 96 you're just right. hit because the d The Integra Type R's are already starting. Federally legal. Federally. But in California. I got a house in Michigan. Oh, yeah. I do. It would either be that. Oh, shit. But, I mean, (laughs) damn. Yeah. That might be something when you're going to need to look into. Yes. But, yeah, I think that would would be an option. I mean, Mm. I think, you know, driving a track that is first that is so long right yeah Hat is appealing it'd be so tiring i can only I imagine. feel like it would be right i feel like it'd be extremely but then you know there's so many like the carousel there's so many areas of it that are iconic yeah again yeah. it's it's a, the it's a track of icons yes uh, it's it an is iconic track yeah, itself it is it is um definitely. obviously me being a euro guy right it's kind of and i mean you see a lot of a lot of events out there that are just huge parties So even just being out there would be great. But obviously driving it would be awesome. Well, arguably it is probably maybe the most iconic because everybody's lap time there was what drove like – how famous their car was the type R you're right before that the Lexus LFA was the, the record holder yeah and Porsche had owned the record for some time in and between Rena- those two cars and then Renault got it right probably, yeah. right right front wheel drive fastest I think yeah, I don't know what the yeah. fastest front wheel drive and you're right like that's a like the proving ground that was the measure it, other than quarter mile times that was the, the track measure for how fast your car was yeah so everybody, in your I category it's on everybody's pedestal then I guess absolutely yeah. absolutely but that would be that I mean you know maybe Maybe someday. I don't know. I'm not big on being on a plane for a long time. Yeah, you don't love that shit. Yeah. But it's only eight hours from New York. Oh, that's not bad. So you maybe less. Seven, eight?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I have you, family you, out there in New so York. So yeah, you so. take the
0: even on uh, you have to do a stop. Well, no, there's direct from here. You take the stopover, take stop over, take a two hour break. Nah, I would probably need like a day. Really? That much? I mean, how long is it to New York? Like six hours? No, four. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Four to New York. Oh, then I'd, I'd be fine with a quick stop. Yeah. Four to New York. Two hour break. Get back on the plane. Sleep. Drink. Four hours is about my cutoff. Yeah. You mentioned that to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm going to struggle at the four hour mark. Right. Going, but knowing that I'm going to land at the Nurburgring. Right. I'm going to be pretty giddy. So maybe that'll get me the other four hours. Or, or you might not be able to sleep because you're so. Well, I can't forward. sleep on planes. I I can't sleep on cars. I can't sleep in cars and I can't sleep in planes. But you've never done a long enough trip to be able to sleep on a plane. You've never done an 18 hour flight or a Uh, 12 hour flight. But I've done like a 14 hour drive. Yeah, plane is different. I don't know. Maybe to me, I think it's different. Yeah, I don't know. It's more comfortable than a. Well, it might not be for a taller person. I'm so. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's true, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I can't speak because I've grown up flying 20 hours to Asia. So we need to go to Laguna Seca. Laguna Seca, which could be next year, maybe even. Yeah, it's just you gotta sleep before you get there, or you gotta sleep over in that area. You know what I mean? Like, how we're not, far is it from here? It's it's in Monterey. So eight hours, seven yeah, hours, seven maybe if we're lucky. I don't know. So, we can do that. We could do it overnight. But then be t- you'd be tired for the driving of it. I don't know, man. I think I, I'm I'm a big I'm a like I'm big on you should. Sleep well the week before, uh, but, but not the night, night before four. is not as extreme. Okay. You're not going to catch up on, on on sleep that you've missed the week before on that night. That's true. So, like, I've I've made sure I got eight hours of sleep mm-hmm. every day this week, mm-hmm. but tonight I'm going to get, like, five, four, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, right on, right on. So, mm. but, yeah, I don't know, driving seven hours. I know I've seen people, I know people Turn around. <laughs> that have driven, you know, to NorCal. Thunderhill yeah you know on an eight hour trip and, and then come going straight to the track and then come home that's no I can't and do they're that. driving their race car right I oh shit that's no. dedication that, I can't do that yeah I don't have the we need to energy. get a party you know what we need to do what we need to get all our friends together that we've met over the last three fucking years of doing this podcast uh-huh. and go to k1 speed That's not a bad idea. Yeah, this actually was proposed to me by Jaime. I'm not going to take it as my idea. Okay. Okay. But he he proposed it, and I was like, dude, this is a brilliant idea. Mm. Well, it's competitive. Uh, it's easy access. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We'll be able to I- do it quick, in and out. Uh-huh. I think, uh, and it's and only like a one to two hour event. Yeah, and if there's all, if there's enough of us, it'll just be us right. on the track. You know? Oh, ooh. yeah. There's some. We have we've met some good drivers though, man. Yeah. I, I don't. Th- so I don't that's know why, I can, dude. I'm gonna, I think I'd be at the bottom. of the You gotta surround yourself with the best. That's, that's to true. elevate yourself. Absolutely agree. Yeah. So that's what I need. So no slow people allowed. <laughs> We're the slowest there. <laughs> no mini. Coo- yeah. Right. There <laughs> yeah, you go. There you go. <laughs> we there have you go. The slowest there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah. But be we should. We'll figure that out. All right. But with that, that is our episode. And how do you find
1: us, John? You
0: can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you want to send us any messages, complaints, or just cuss Randy out, info at 91octane.com. Any last words, Randy? Shout out to Urban Canvas. We'll see you soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. All right, bye.